Genesis 24 today, and what a lovely chapter we have here. It's the story of Abraham in his old age after the death of Sarah, wanting to find a bride for Isaac from his family rather than from the Canaanites. And you might recall that Abraham was from the land that we now call Iraq, but it was Mesopotamia in Bible times. Quite a journey, by the way, to go back there in order to find a wife for Isaac. Abraham had family back there. His brother Nahor lived back in that land, and he wanted to go find a family from our wife from among his relatives, his family. And part of the reason is because he didn't want to have Isaac be, you know, unequally yoked or to get involved in a marriage with someone who was going to take him away from the God that they followed. So uh, this is what Abraham set out to do. But in his old age, he sent his servant. And really, I think the story in chapter 24 and something to really take note of is this servant. Um, when Abraham set out, he or had his servant set out, in verse 3, he said, I will make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and the God of earth, that you shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I live, but you will go to my country and to my relatives and take a wife for my son Isaac. And I like how Abraham is bringing up God in this right away. Um, when the servant is asked, well, what if the person doesn't go? You know, if, if, the, if the woman that I find won't come, then the servant was going to be freed from this task. So, but Abraham trusted that God would, would, would do this. Um, verse 7, The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my birth, and who spoke to me, and who swore to my swore to me, saying, To your descendants I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, and you will take a wife from my son from there. So listen to the confidence of Abraham in God that literally this trip is going to be blessed. When, when you go, my servant, and you seek to find a wife, God is going to be with you. And I love that faith of Abraham, this whole thing. Is just infused with God and intertwined with God all over it. And I really marvel, you know, at the character qualities of this servant that Abraham chose. What a huge task. I have a daughter getting married on um, just a couple weeks, two weeks from today. And, you know, I'm so thankful for the man that she's marrying, a great man who loves the Lord. And it's such a beautiful thing when things are done in the right way, in a way that honors God. And, um, but, you know, it, I remember Abby bringing Tyler over, and I remember when he asked for her hand, too, and we spent quite a bit of time together, a whole, like, three hours. My wife and Tyler and I had dinner one night and just talked through the whole thing. And, you know, different than what's happening here with <laughs> with uh, Abraham's servant literally going to a, a faraway land and bringing home a wife. But yet, um, you know, we were involved 
and, and God was involved, and God is involved here. But I marvel at this servant because Abraham really picked a terrific servant to do this. And what I mean by terrific is really a man of God. So when he gets to the land, to in the city of Nahor, which apparently the city now is named after Abraham's brother. But when he got there, before anything happened, listen to what it says in verse 11. This is just so beautiful. He made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at evening time, the time when, when women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord, this is the servant now, the God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show loving kindness to my master Abraham. So right away he stops and prays, and then he's going to ask for God to help him find the one, and even says, even kind of tells God what sign he's looking for so he knows it's the right one. But I love how before he does anything, he just bows down and prays. What a beautiful thing. And, and then it says in verse 15, before he had finished speaking his prayer, literally then Rebecca showed up at the well, which is really awesome. Now, after Rebecca does what exactly what he prayed for, so that she so that the servant would know that this is the right one. I love what happens next. Um, so, you know, this is verse 21, by the way. He says, Meanwhile, the man was gazing at her in silence to know whether the Lord had made his journey successful or not. God is involved this whole way. Uh, after he watches her for a while and he believes she is the one, then listen to verse 22. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing a half shekel and two bracelets for her wrist weighing 10 shekels in gold and said, by the way, that was really a sign of wealth. I'm, I'm sure this woman had to be impressed. Whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room for us to lodge in your father's house? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. So this is, I believe, if I get this right, um, maybe the granddaughter of, of Nahor. But anyways, again, she said to him, we have plenty of both straw and feed in the room to lodge in. Now listen to what the servant did then. When she responded, um, you know, welcome with a welcome, yeah, come out, come, come to our house, and we've got room for you and and feed for your cattle. Listen to what happens next, verse twenty six. This is so beautiful. Then the man bowed low and worshipped the Lord. He said, "Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham." who has not forsaken his loving kindness and his truth toward my master. As for me, the Lord has guided me in the way to the house of my master's brothers. Now, he doesn't even know for sure, but he's already seen the hand of God, and he's seen God answer his prayer. and He's just believing Rebecca's the one. He hasn't met with her family yet or actually 100% heard from her You know, on whether she will go uh, back with him to be Isaac's wife, but he's already seen the hand of God. And isn't it great that 
not only did he pray before, but then as soon as he sees the hand of God working in his life, he stops, bows down, bowed low, and worshiped the Lord, and then prayed to God and blessed the Lord and thanked the Lord for what his provision and what he's already doing. And what a lesson is that for us, hey? I mean, and, and didn't Abraham know what he was doing when he picked this servant? Do you see why he picked him? He picked him because he's like, man, this guy's a man of God. This guy's going to do what's right. He's going to honor God. And I think Abraham really trusted the Lord, but he also trusted that this man of God would do things right. And, you know, may we be that kind of people. May we be a servant of the Lord that he can trust to do what's right. And I'm just so um, thankful for the example of the servant. And I, I pray that I and we would be more like him. Meaning, you know, before we venture into a task, um, whatever it may be, that we would pray. And then when God answers our prayer, may we not forget to praise him, to worship him, and thank him for the provision that he's made in our life. And, you know, part of me just feels some conviction now. And I just want to, you know, privately when I get done with this message, I just want to thank the Lord. You know, he's been so good to me and faithful to me and my family. And I'm just so thankful for uh, his answered prayers in, in our lives. And man, it's good and right to thank the Lord for what he's done. Hallelujah. So then the girl ran. I mean, man, that's amazing. I mean, she maybe she really was hoping, you know, I'm going to meet a man. And it's interesting how they did it in that culture. She didn't really know, you know. Uh, she knew he was rich. <laughs> they already had, you know, he, she could indicate, it was already indicated, and, and the servant's going to explain that to the family too, that, that Isaac's a wealthy man. But, you know, she didn't know anything about the man. Things were obviously done a little bit different in that culture. But she seems excited to maybe be finding... So anyways, then the girl ran and told her mother's household about these things. And then they saw the ring and the bracelets on her on her wrists. And and so then the servant comes and meets with the family. And uh, they set food before him. And he didn't even want to eat yet. Listen to, listen to what he said. But when food, verse 33, when food was set before him to eat, this is the servant now, Abraham's servant. He said, I will not eat until I have told my business. It's like he doesn't want to, he wants to be very straightforward and not, I don't know, not have there be any confusion about how he got there, why he got there, and how he's already seen the hand of God work. And uh, he just wants to be forthright. I, I really love that. I love that about him. Uh, so then he explains how, he asked for a sign, and when Rebecca came, she fulfilled the thing that he prayed for. And he also even says, I, I, and this was a little surprising to me reading it again, he said, um, verse 40, he said to me, the Lord before whom I have walked, this is what Abraham told the servant, and he's repeating that to, to Rebecca's family, his angel uh, will send his angel with you to make your journey successful. This is what Abraham said, and now he's repeating that. And you will take a wife, <clears throat> excuse me, from my son, from the relatives, <clears throat> and from my father's house. Then you will be free from my oath when you come to my relatives. And if they do not give her to you, you will be free from my oath. And I thought that was really trusting God too, because 
he's kind of like saying to the family, you know what, if you say no, uh, I'd be good because I'm free. I, I followed through. I did what I'm supposed to do. And if you say no right now, um, you know, in a sense, it's okay. But he's already, he's trusting God, the servant is, and he's already explaining how he's seen the hand of God all over it. But he doesn't really put pressure on them. Like he says, hey, if you say no, I'm free from my oath. So there wasn't, it was kind of going to be up to the family now and Rebecca as to whether they also saw the hand of God on this. Um, he gave them an out, you know, which, you know, he he wanted to be successful. So uh, he just trusted God. So he made it even easier for them. So I came today, verse 22, to the spring. And then he explains. And I said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if you will now make my journey on which I go successful, and he explains what happened, that he asked for a sign, and that when Rebecca came, she did exactly what he asked for. And then he explains what happened. And then verse 48, 48 after he explains that Rebecca fulfilled the sign, he explains again, and verse 48, And I bowed low and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has guided me in the right way to take the daughter of my master's kinsman, for his son. And, you know, I think because this is who he was, he was a man of God, this servant, and he honored the Lord. And then he told the family how he honored the Lord. And imagine just for a moment, you know, a man comes to your house and asks for your daughter. And he explains to you that he prayed to meet a daughter like yours and that when he met a daughter like yours he just thanked the lord that he found such a wonderful daughter like what you have and that essentially you, he really sensed that god was in this but that he also wanted to say you know what i i only want to do this if i have your support and and that you know <clears throat> to take your daughter's hand like what a what a great man, right? You'd be like, wow, what a what a great and honorable man. And that's what that's what this servant was. And I'm sure it brought greater peace to the family to let um Rebecca go with Isaac because this man was so honorable. So um they try to get the girl to stay a little bit longer, and he's like, No, um, you know, God's in this and we need to go. I want to get back to Abraham and Isaac. And then they're like, well, let's check with the girl. And uh, then they called Rebecca, verse 58, and said to her, will you go with this man? And she said, I will go. Thus they sent away their sister, Rebecca, with her nurse. That's kind of neat. Hey, she got to bring a, a lady with her. And Abraham's servant and his men, they blessed Rebecca and said to her, May your sister become thousands of ten thousands, and may your descendants, uh, and may your descendants possess the gate of those who hate them. That's an interesting comment. But remember, remember the blessing on Abraham about multiplying his family, and it says, "May you, our sister, become thousands of ten thousands." And uh, you know, this is this is the the part of the promise and the fulfillment. And you know, I actually forgot at the beginning just to say in verse one of this passage now abraham was old 
and advanced in age, and the Lord had blessed Abraham in every way. And isn't that neat? You know, I was promised that this blessing would be on Abraham, and he's just been blessed. Even when he's made mistakes, God's even used those to bless him. And now he's blessing. He blessed Abraham and Sarah with Isaac. Now he's blessing Isaac with a wife. Like this whole thing's just got the hand on it. And, you know, we're part of that family of God. And let's honor him. And I believe that God wants to bless his family. He wants to bless his church. And it doesn't hurt when we're faithful to him and when we honor him. All the more, I think, we can walk in the blessing of God. So then we have the final part to the story where Isaac gets introduced to Rebecca, And she had her veil on. And in verse 66, the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. And Isaac had to be like, wow, this is really after he hears the story. This really must be the woman that God has for me. Uh, then Isaac brought her into his mother's tent, and he took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. I love that. And he loved her. Thus Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. And, uh, you know, what a great thing to have a great woman. To have a great woman is such a great thing. And uh, I'm sure Isaac was really missing his, his mom. But now he had Rebecca, his wife. And, uh, you know, God made a helper suitable for him. And now they could become one flesh and be better together. Um, and may all of our marriages be blessed. May we love one another. And may we be better together. And one of the ways that we can be better together is if, like this servant, we honor the Lord. Let's do what's right by the Lord. Let's both seek God. Let's be like this servant. Let's remember the Lord, pray to Him, thank Him. And as we honor the Lord, our, our marriages will be blessed too. But what a beautiful union we have here. Thank you, Lord. God bless you all.